You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. Today's episode is going to be another forecast episode. This is going to be our Taurus season tarot hints. Last month was really fun doing the Aries season one, so I am going to do kind of a recap on that to see where that came up, all of the themes that we talked about. I also want to talk about something that has come to my attention again, which I think you'll find funny because this just shows that when we don't follow through or when we don't really get the hints the first time, they'll keep showing up in different ways. And something you've heard me say many times is that I need to leave myself more space and time to just create and to rest and do all the things that I know I need to do, those like North Node and Pisces things, allowing more flow and the word for the year for myself, harmony, allowing that back into my life, or I guess not back into my life, but creating that in my life. And following the patterns that I've talked about, I have said it out loud to the people who are around me that could keep me accountable to this. And now I'm at the point where I have said it so many times that I'm just sick of hearing myself say it. So I'm implementing it. And I had three readings, which all came in, you know, synchronistic ways, where one of them, we had uneven numbers in the collective. So I usually will take that opportunity to pair myself with someone. One was someone who reached out originally wanting to connect as um, a connection for a collaboration, but we ended up doing a reading exchange. And one of them was a client who I actually did an energy healing session for and she pulled a card for me and ended up having the same message. And the message has been that exact thing. There was a, they were all different types of readings, which was really cool as well. One, the first one was mediumship and it was actually my mom's grandmother. And her message for me was that I need big spaces of time in order to fulfill what I'm here to do. And that I have to stop filling those times, (laughs) which made me laugh because I'm like, okay, there is no doubt that our loved ones on the other side actually are like paying attention to our lives. Because I have have for the last few weeks been saying what I was going to do, which is leaving Thursdays open, but I've slowly snuck work back in there. This week, I think is the first week that I haven't scheduled anything on a Thursday. So I know that that message was very direct about my own habits. And then the second one was a reading with, it was an intuitive reading with cards. And this person receives very specific um, information. Actually, it's Allison who did the third eye episode with me for my chakra series in the summer. And um, she could see that I needed at least an hour a day just to do nothing, just do something that wasn't activating my brain, like even not even watching shows that are going to make me think a lot, like just totally checking out, which I know I always feel better when I give myself that time, especially at the end of the day. She also could see that I need more moments to meditate. And obviously, if you've listened, been listening, you know that that's something I've been talking about. Um, and she also did just say that I needed that time for 
expansiveness and really just giving myself that space to decompress and that will allow new things to come into my life. And then the third one was a color card and some intuitive advice and the color was tangerine and orange is a card that comes up, you know, around creativity. And this person also said the same thing. She said, you know what, even in terms of these creative projects, you need to give yourself at least an hour a day. Even if it's just playing with whatever material you're, material you're choosing, you need to give yourself an hour a day to do this. And it's funny because the night before that, I had taken out my watercolors and I knew I didn't want to actually like create a painting. But I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to just make myself do this. And I just kind of like dabbled and did some textures, like played around. And it felt good to at least have taken them out and done something. And then what I had done also, which ties into last week's episode in terms of like knowing our own habits and helping ourselves to break them. I know that if my laptop is in front of me and my phone is within reach, if I turn on a show to watch or, you know, do my watercolors or whatever, I'm probably at some point going to, because my my brain is so active and this is what they were talking about with like me needing time to shut off my brain. When I get like an idea, I'll either like Google it or like go on to Canva or like it just turns into work. But instead what I did was I had a notebook, which is always beside me, but I moved my laptop onto my (laughs) dining room table in the other room because I have a long HDMI cord that goes to my TV to watch stuff. So my laptop was not within reach and my phone was charging in my office and I just sat there. So when I got tired of watercolors, I literally just sat there and watched a show with no distractions. And then when I was over that, I was like, hey, I'm just going to go to bed. And like I mentioned last episode, I have things in bed around my bed that I can do when I go to bed if I'm not quite ready to sleep. And I did a couple word searches. My eyes got heavy and I went to sleep. Then I got up early that day before this last reading. And honestly, one of the other pushes I've had, which I talked about, is that I want to do more healing sessions. I want to do more art, obviously. And this healing session came through right when I was starting to think, I don't know, should I start talking about my healing sessions again? And this person was very new to my style of healing, had never had a completely distance session with energy healing. I had the most vivid pictures come to mind. I was able to receive messages for this person and they validated what I had received. And they also shared their experience throughout the session, which lined up exactly with what I was receiving. It was just a beautiful, magical session that I think was meant to show me that I was ready to really put my energy back towards that side of my business. And what I need in order to do that is time and space. So that is where I'm at right now. And I'm actually very excited and motivated to have that time on a weekly basis. So here's hoping you'll hear about it. I'm sure if I don't follow through, but in Aries season, I just wanted to review what our cards were. So the jumper card that just came up was the high priestess for downloads. And I have to say like, this is very true. I downloaded a couple of potential series for doing more energy and art sessions. I had all kinds of information come to me. I had synchronicities and spirit crumbs like crazy with people 
bringing up things that I was thinking about. And this is something I've told you guys a bit before where like I was like, okay, I want to do these kinds of art sessions. And I had multiple people just like saying the same things over and over again that I had been thinking about. So that really did come through. And then with the Empress card, I did follow through. I did the session for the energy and art. And I started to really start prioritizing that work. Obviously, I have a bit more work to do in terms of moving forward with giving myself full permission to just spend time on that. But also the middle card, if you remember, was the nine of swords, which is like asking you what is keeping you up and like, can you refocus on the more positive things, which I think that's the part that I'm kind of almost all the way through moving through, um, kind of finding what those last few doubts are. And then the wheel. So like the wheel of fortune. And I think that was all of those synchronicities, right? And like the people supporting when I was saying, you know, I need this time. Everyone I've talked to about it has really been supportive. So I feel like the opportunity to do this is because I've had these people booking sessions and things have just been aligning so well. So I would love to hear how that turned out for you and how you're doing on those themes. And I will share now what came up for Taurus season. So the first card that we received was the Five of Swords. And in the Lightseer's Tarot that I'm using, the image is of a man kind of holding his head with his eyes closed. There's a crow on his shoulder, and then there are four other crows. And behind him, you can see someone at the top of like a mountain and kind of like, kind of looks like there's like blood on the mountain and he's at the top in a victory pose. And the message behind this is like, Is it worth it to win if you're creating like destruction or taking others down to get there? But the other side of it that I feel a lot when I feel into this card is about like, where are you stopping yourself? It's back to that kind of theme of like, what is holding you back? And I think too, like you may have had something that didn't work out as you had planned and the fear of failure really is worse than actually doing the thing. And like, I just wanted to point out, I talked about this, I think in another episode or at some point, how sometimes even when things don't work out exactly as planned, that's kind of a good thing. And for example, for the energy and art session, I had one person sign up, but it was someone that I'm very aligned with. And we had a great experience. It helped me to figure out how I want these sessions to go in the future. And I had so many people reaching out asking for the next one that I was like, okay, this was great. You gave me an, an a time to really develop what I want to come through. I figured out what my favorite parts were from what I had planned. And, you know, even though I didn't have a group like I had planned, it was still a beautiful session and I wouldn't trade it. And so instead of letting that hold me back, it's actually motivated me to try just something different, to have a different energy behind the next one. So it's just kind of reminding you that even if you didn't, like even myself thinking about an airy season, how I said I was going to have all this time and have all this creative space, but it doesn't mean I have to hold myself back. Maybe it was a feel of fear of failure in a way preventing me from leaving that time, but now I'm moving forward. So I don't have to hold on to that energy. I can just trust that I'm meant to move forward. And that leads to the next card, which is one of my favorites. It's the Eight of Wands. And this card for me also has like a chariot energy behind it, like this like fast movement. And it talks about how sometimes it feels like we're 
like fast forwarding, right? It feels like everything's aligning and we have this gut instinct that we just need to act on something right away and we need to trust it. So this for me feels like a continuation of like an Aries energy of initiating things as they come up. And it just kind of tells us that this happens when we get clear, when we have clarity. So I feel like for me, this is going to be after learning my lessons from Aries season and seeing where things maybe didn't go as planned. Now I have this window of opportunity, as they say in the in the description, that all of the things I'm now clear on can help me fast forward because now I'm not going to get stuck in that sticky energy and keeping myself in that, like in that rut that maybe it feels like I've been in creatively. And I think if you can think about any situation that just hasn't been happening, even though your intention has been there, maybe think about where you could be clearer because maybe it is showing up the way that you're saying it and you're just not seeing it because it maybe it's shifted like what you want has shifted or maybe it's what you need that's showing up not what you want there's just like this energy where you have to figure out where you're at in your energy too like you don't want to ask for something that's going to be too much all at once or try to push yourself into something that's too much all at once because then you're going to burn out, right? So maybe for me, as much as I like to do, 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 get things done, move forward, maybe I needed this slower ease into it because it's such a drastic change from what I'm used to. Like thinking about it, like when have I ever had a whole day that I let myself just do something for myself that wasn't like, you know, a weekend when I'm also doing chores or, you know, catching up on stuff and whatnot. And so if I were to just all of a sudden have all this space in my schedule without any taste of it ahead of time, I wouldn't do it, right? I would go back to my old patterns. But now that I had last month to kind of get a taste of it, I left myself little chunks here and there. I enjoyed it. I got lots of messages around what it would do for me to have this time. And now I'm ready. So now that I'm clear and I'm like, yes, okay, this is exactly what I need. I'll be able to move forward and know that it's for the highest good of all for me to be showing up feeling really fulfilled. And then the last card here for the end of our reading is the King of Cups. And this one I think is really beautiful because it talks about how when you're really self-aware and you are aware of your own emotional uh, response to things, you are able to keep your composure even when something stressful comes up, something that might rock someone else. You're so at peace with yourself, like the man is sitting cross-legged and he's got a singing bowl in front of him. And it's just this idea that when your inner emotional state is calm, it takes a lot more to get a reaction out of you. And so it's this message that leading with like kindness and love, but also kind of marrying logic and this energy so that you're still coming from a grounded place, but you're choosing that love and finding a response that respects others is more important than just pushing your point or just stating the facts. So it's kind of telling you that there is even, even because it's a king, so it's this like authority figure, but it's like even within those relationships, you can still choose how you treat people. So it also reminds you to stay out of situations that might be feeling emotionally manipulative 
and really just having compassion for anyone who's trying to sway you with their emotions. And just remember that you don't have to stand for that. You don't have to be responsible for other people's feelings. So this could be relating to the fact that like we're going from doubting ourselves into like this action where we're doing things for ourselves and moving forward. There may be resistance to that, I feel. I think that's the connection between these. So you may have people that try to pull you into your own bad habits again because it's more comfortable for them. But just knowing that you're leading yourself and by leading yourself, you're leading others to do the same. So if you're able to take that time, like for example, I mean, I have really supportive people around me, but if I was taking this time for myself, setting aside this whole day during the week, which for me feels selfish when I, you know, when I first started feeling into it, it felt selfish because I have the weekend also technically, but now knowing like that on the weekend, I also have other things that I do. So it's actually going to make me show up so much better on the other days that I'm working because I'm going to feel like I already had lots of time to myself. And this idea, like the energy that I'm feeling between these is that it's only able to, we're only able to have this fast moving energy because we're choosing ourselves, because we're taking a chance on leading ourselves. And it's this inner knowing that comes from having learned the lessons already. And then when we move through and we see how much better things turn out when we allow these opportunities and we follow our gut, like it said, if you remember for the eight of wands, it was like this energy of like really trusting when there's something you want to act on. And then this brings a sense of peace because we have stayed true to ourselves. We have really allowed that energy to manifest into our physical reality. And then when these things that maybe were causing that five of swords energy, that like confusion, that heaviness, when those things come up again, those things that test us and make us doubt ourselves and maybe try to push us into some bad habits, treating others poorly. Because if you remember, we started out with that energy where one of the possible shadow sides was that we're kind of like, you know, the typical stepping on others to get where we need to go. That energy might now, you know, not even exist. And sometimes it's the other way around where we're allowing people to step on us so that they get ahead. But in this case, it's kind of saying like the King of Cups now is so at peace with himself that he's able to see others with compassion. And so even if it's not a literal, like, you know, treating others badly to get ahead, but if it's just even doing that to yourself, talking to yourself in the inner dialogue really negatively, maybe now that's going to shift. But I think either way, it's going to really help us when we see the when we get to the other side of it, because we might see it as selfish, we might see it as, you know, too much to ask for ourselves, whatever it is that you need. And I do feel like this relates to time. And because eight is abundance, I think this is like work things like things that are just for you, or it's your opportunity to find abundance through doing what you love. And then this kind of has this ripple effect where then you feel so good about yourself that even other people that you may not have had the patience for before, or you may have snapped at when they said certain things, you're just going to feel so much more love for them and compassion. And that also will extend to yourself. So when you do when you do have days, because there's still going to be days when you don't accomplish what you set out to do, or you do work on the day you had set aside, I mean, that I know is going to happen for me probably at some point. But the thing is just having that compassion to know, okay, well, logically I needed to get this thing done, but I also know that next week is a new week, a new time to start over. So that's kind of the energy that I'm feeling for Taurus season. I do feel like it is going to feel a lot of, a lot like 
the Aries energy we're expecting at certain points. And I think that's because of the eclipse that's on the 30th, which is at the end of this week. Um, I do feel like the, the eclipse season is just going to give us that boost. And so because it's Taurus season that talks about finances as well, I think that's where like that eight energy is coming in. Like, especially if you're doing something very like physical, I feel like that's going to be super amplified. So for me, I'm feeling really good about my art because that's a Taurus energy with Venus being the ruler of Taurus. And I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel this energy of movement. So yes, we're going to slow down. We're going to learn our lessons. We're going to embody this King of Cups, really keeping ourselves grounded through anything that might come up because of this energy. But we're also going to know that we've learned our lessons and we're not going to hold ourselves hostage because of things that maybe didn't work out so well in Aries season. So I would love to hear how this energy resonates with you for what you think is going to come up for you in Taurus season and also how Aries season felt for you. If you feel like this is resonating with you, I would just be curious to hear. And I hope to be able to share how this is turning up for me in the next few weeks. I'm hoping that I'll be able to report next week that I took Thursday to just do art. So fingers crossed, I will do my very, very best to do that. I also just wanted to say that I do have times available for my healing energy sessions. And I will very soon hopefully be adding prints to those sessions as an option. Um, If you have any questions or if you'd like to chat about any of my offerings, please feel free to reach out. And with that, have a wonderful week, a wonderful new moon eclipse, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.